This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's been it? so long since we've left uh, Spookton. Yeah, we've, well, we've been in the car for uh, three days. <laughs> yeah, it's been ages. It's been so yeah, long. It's been a really long time, isn't it? Yeah. That's the, that's one of the few times where I'm like, I wish I had more than one CD in the car. Oh, God, yeah. That's been hard listening to that on a loop, isn't it? Yeah. And even if it is the greatest hits of Erasure, it mm. is still just all Erasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've not even got the album tracks to sort of break it up. It's just the yeah. greatest hits. Yeah, it's just really good erasure. Yeah. For three days. Yeah. Well, well six days because gotta go back. True. Yeah. Maybe we should pick. And up... I'm not not gonna listen to erasure. Huh? But I think we should maybe pick up a, an album for the way back if we've got time. I don't think we've got time. The, the boat leaves in an hour and a half. An hour and a half. We've only got an hour and a half. Yeah, again. So... Yeah, so talk to him, have a chat with him, hopefully get something to eat, because nothing on the boat. Well, it probably is, but it's just, I want to stay in the car, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, oh, sh- uh, shit, okay, we better go quickly then. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. Are, we, are we going down to the beach? Yeah, yeah, we're meeting on, on the beach next to a cove? Cave. Cove cave? Cove. Cove. Cove, Cove. Cove Cave. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> Welcome <Okay>. to Cove Cave. <laughs> okay, well, we better um, get a shofty on that if we've only got an hour and a half. I was going to say, is it Erasure or Erasure? But I, I, it's fine, we don't have to. <laughs> well, we don't you, you know, have anyway, time. Really, I had something really important to say. That was it. How do you pronounce Erasure? <laughs> Very embarrassing. Have you had any? Have you had any nightmares uh, this week? Yeah, really, really unsettling one. Um, was in a. Seems like a really bad one on the on the boat in the car. When yeah, yeah. It was. Um, mm. It was that I was in a, a a house that was on fire, in a burning house, and there was this guy mm. just stood there, sort of pointing at me. It was really unsettling. Really unsettling. That's one of the rudest things you can do is point at someone. Yeah, just pointing in this burning house, and I'm like, wow, okay. Very, very rude. Yeah, that's what I took from it. Really rude. Really rude. How about you? Any nightmares? Uh, yeah, pretty big one. My dog has cystitis. Oh, get him some cranberry juice. And it's not from too much fucking. <laughs> <laughs> My dog's been d and hard. <laughs> He's got himself a case of cystitis. <laughs> uh, have I had a nightmare this week? Yes, Kath. My dog's been deep dicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um. The vet's been very good about it. 
It's peaceful here, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. Really lovely. Look at these footsteps here on the beach. They must be Danes. Ah, oh, yeah, must be. Oh, there he is. Dane! Hey, Dane. Hello, Hello, Dane. Hey, guys. Hey, Ed. Hey, Kath. How are you doing? Not bad, oh, thank you. Thank you. This is, this is lovely. Thank you so much for inviting us here. So nice. Nice change. Thank you for coming along. Yeah, well, you know, there I was thinking I'd be skimming pebbles across the ocean by myself, but now you guys are here. Always really hard to skim stones across the ocean instead of a pond, I find. But Yeah, as I'm finding, it's not gone well until you guys have gone here. This is a welcome distraction. <laughs> just lobbing stones into the sea just lobbing stones into the sea disrupting all of the marine life so <laughs> glad you guys are here constant ones constantly just ones that splish splish um, <laughs> first question how was your journey here? my journey was pretty cool here man I mean the seas weren't particularly choppy where the sky stayed pretty clear Nice. Yeah, nice and relaxed. I mean, there's always that kind of eerie sense of foreboding you get when you come to a nice, rural, beautiful island like Karakou and you mm. realise its legacy within colonialism and how much blood has been kind of spilled here and maybe it's washed up ashore. It's uh, yeah. Oh. Gives a real, gives a, yeah, gives a, it gives a real, I don't know, I suppose it gives a real subtext to that, to that very vermilion sunset we're looking at. Mm. Yeah, it gives it an edge, doesn't it? It does yeah, a little, does. just a smidge. Yeah, red, red, red sky at night, just a smidge of atrocities. That's what they say. <laughs> it also says don't skim stones, but I'm a rebel, guys. <laughs> you do what you want. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you think about what's what's happened here previously, you would do what you want. Oh, man. It's crazy, crazy beach. <laughs> looks nice now, though. That's the, that's that's nice. <laughs> Yeah, always looks nice. It always looks nice. It's, it's, it's always, always almost kind of deceiving in terms of how tranquil things are. And when you think about what's taking place here, it's just so strange to see such tranquility around this area. Anyway, you want to skip stones, guys? Let's keep, let's keep going. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to skip stones. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really nice to come here because obviously we sort of work in tandem with Spooktown Council and... Mm. Spooktown is twinned with Karakou, but obviously, as you know, Karakou isn't, isn't twinned with, with Spooktown. It sort of only goes one way, mm-hmm. which is a, a sort of shame for us, but we get to come here every now and again. And, and yeah. it's nice of you to invite us here to tell us a, a story. So thank you for that. We, uh, how do we get here again, Kath? How do you get here? Uh, well, insisted on driving. Yeah. Which took a long time, but it's insisted on driving, but obviously different methods uh, within the car. Yeah was the approach so drove on the boat and then just kept yeah. the engine on on the boat yeah 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 um yeah but we got here we got here which is good we got here. We got uh, here. so yeah. my second question for you dane is how many how many ghosts have you seen this week I, i've seen two ghosts this week oh wow <laughs> i'm Holy i'm very shit. particular about what i define as a ghost though uh-huh. okay uh-huh. yeah i mean i've i've known for having very conservative views towards uh, the ghosts uh, very much a non-believer in ectoplasm I'm an, an, an anti-ectoplasm, to be fair. Wow. I just feel like there has been a large emphasis on a particular type of ghost, either the Japanese well ghost or the Victorian ghost. And I just feel like, <laughs> did no one with an Afro die ever? How come you never see any bald That's ghosts? That's a really good point. You know how many 
people have been killed by chemotherapy, several, but you never yeah. see bald ghosts. Yeah. Does your hair return into afterlife? If so, why does it continue to grow after you've died? Oh my God, wow. you've really thought about this. You've just blown my mind. Wow. You can't come to an island like Karakou and be in a beach like this without being extremely pensive about the afterlife, as I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> that's, yeah. why we are partnered, that's why we're partnered with Spooktown yeah. and then several parts of supernatural diplomacy mean that we can't be twinned back with them. <laughs> that's, I'm, genuinely, I'm, genuinely trying to, I'm genuinely trying to think of another type of ghost that isn't a Japanese whale ghost or a Victorian ghost. And I can't, I can't think of one. Right? Think of there isn't, yeah. Pirate ghost, I guess. I guess pirate ghost is the closest I can think of, but mm. I, I feel like that comes under yeah. Victorian ghost, really. And a pirate ghost is cool, but then it's like, does no one else die at sea? Yeah. Yeah. Very, Loads very people, few yeah. naval ghosts. And then Pirates of the Caribbean taught me that are there pirate ghosts or do they just become uh, petrified in shells and corals like Will yeah. Turner at that time? Um, yeah. I never see ghosts in a mini skirt like you never see a ghost dressed like Twiggy yeah. where are those yeah. ghosts mm. yeah the 60s ghosts the 70s ghosts scuba yeah, ghosts six, six. Yeah. what about the 80s ghosts there must be like loads of like coke over those ghosts like, I mean, you never see like no ghosts with like any septum and it is like, it's like where's his nose <laughs> <laughs> would that be funny like, why could, like if they're like in large skyscrapers and stuff and like, before they knock them down people are like can you hear that if you're quiet enough, you can still hear them racking it up. <laughs> goddamn, goddamn. Sold another you, stock ghost. <laughs> you guys like to party? <laughs> Just be cool. <laughs> maybe people do see those ghosts but they don't realise they're ghosts maybe they're just like who's this cool guy maybe that's, that's what's like going a, on he looks like he's yeah, from the yeah. fucking 80s it is just an 80s ghost <laughs> that could happen as well it's like, it's like the guy that the executive was found with like five grams of coke I did do it by myself all the ghosts were there <laughs> people are like and then speak down like while this may be true the fact that you are coked off your face it makes it very hard to believe the allegations <laughs> they were there they were there Jimi Hendrix was as well Michael Jackson was in the corner <laughs> we had a big chat about animal ghosts like, you get only dogs you don't get like goose ghosts mosquito ghosts how those would be the worst thing ever that'd be awful mosquito ghosts it? would be the worst thing ever or ghost wasps yeah because yeah. mosquito, mosquito ghosts could get through the nets yeah. Oh my god, how scary is that? What? But then I suppose they can only drink like ghost blood, which I think is kind of like self defeating in their case. So they're like, we're through. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> 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 So two ghosts this week. <laughs> Wonderful. In conclusion, just two ghosts this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot that we were still on that question. What I love about the representatives of the Spook Town, the Spook Town Council, is that you you hear things and you listen and you keep on persevering. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
So, <laughs> so my, my final question, Dane, and then Cass got a question. My final question is, what is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Good one. Spookiest, um, I should say. Okay, need to change so the spookiest thing that's happened to me of recent times is I uh, went to do a gig in Ascot and had to use it's, it's quite a dingy toilet. I have uh, everyone has nerves in one form or another when it comes to performing live comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. I tend to my body tends to cleanse itself for lack of a mm. better expression before a show. That's how the adrenaline works out. And I had to use mm. a rather dingy toilet, which involves me having to put my foot on the door. What? Like I am a oh. I'm very liberal when it comes to like. Uh, drug use but if your drug use is causing people to have to take bolts and locks off their doors so I've got to prop up my foot against a toilet door oh man use less drugs that's my PSA yeah, yeah. but yeah. I digress <laughs> <laughs> use less drugs so they can shit in peace <laughs> put that on a t-shirt <laughs> I, and then it, there was a very old cobweb with an equally old spider uh, oh. behind the, the cistern Oh, behind and it, like, so you couldn't see it when you were sat there. I just, no, I just sat there. That's the worst. You like, don't know what it's doing like, there. But then you know, then you're then you're in in the act, and you can't remove yourself. And then <laughs> I look back again, and the spider had disappeared. No. And now I spend the rest of my yeah, and now I spend the rest of my time wondering, am I going to do a Jeff Goldblum at some point? <laughs> where you know, I'm going I'm to fart one day, and my caboose is going to fall off. Because <laughs> that's the thing about films; it's like you know. Spider-Man is kind of like, he just gets the powers of a spider and the strength and the agility. And then the flight was like, your DNA is being combined and now you're going to be rotten from the inside out. It, yeah, and I feel like, brutal. you know, yeah, flies brutal. And so if they, if you take in that logic and applying that to my spider encounter, it's very, very scary. You know? I uh, hate that with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Kath, do you have a question for Dane before he listens oh, to his wonderful story, please? Yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed all these answers. Yeah. Right, Dane. Mystic Meg, Russell Grant, Derek Akora, Shag Mary Kill. I feel like I'm going to... I'll probably shag Derek Akora. Yeah, straight in nice. there. Okay. He's not not, not, not going to be his first ghost orgy. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think about that? You could be walking into a museum or like a stately home and there could be a big old sticky ghost orgy going on. I genuinely never think that. I, I always think that. Syphilis was a big deal back in the day, Kath. You, yeah. Now, before, prior to, prior to cures being found for said STDs, these could have been um, life sentences for people. When they pass away, you know, they're still horny. They've got unfinished business. Unfinished sex mm. business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you should do uh, you should do tours of Stately Homes. Yes, <laughs> watch out, all over there. <laughs> Stick it over there. Just walk around uh, with a black light. <laughs> watch out for the spunk. <laughs> I would genu- I would genuinely go on a on a ghost tour that you you fronted a sex ghost tour. Horny ghost tour in Amsterdam. <laughs> If you're just taking people like past red light windows in the red light district, you used to be one of the greatest prostitutes that lived here. So that's just a window. Uh, let's keep going. <laughs> Great, so Shag Derek. Shag Derek. Marry Meg. Marry Meg. Nice, yeah. okay. And uh, I guess kill. Kill, kill. kill Russell. Kill the last mystic. Kill the last mystic. Yeah. And, <laughs> and steal his powers. 
That sounds like a young adult book. Kill the last <laughs> mystic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See you at the ghost orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Marry Meg, yeah. Yeah, she seems like a nice lady, doesn't she? Was it Russell's the last? Was it the last Russell one? Grant? Yeah. Kill, you you kill, killed Russell Grant. Yeah. Yeah, Russell Grant. Oh man. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like got to make the decision, though, isn't it? So It's a tough decision to make. It is. And to be fair, he'd have seen it coming, so he'd be all right. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, true. That's the thing when, that's the thing when, you're, when you're killing and, and, and shagging sidekicks, they can't act surprised. Yeah, well, I'd hope <laughs> the one that you're shagging wasn't be surprised. Um, but the, Well, exactly. Yeah. And I love the idea of being married to Meg and fucking up, and she's like, why are you like this? You knew who I was when you married me, Meg! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really good point. Yeah. Yeah. At least on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Right, so we are here on this lovely beach. Yeah, with a dark history. It's very nice. Thank you so much for inviting us to Karakou. Never been before. I've, I haven't been for a while. Um, you'll understand why. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Fucking <laughs> to that kind of foreboding stuff. You, you had a story about this place. Would you like to tell us it? Yeah, I mean, please? the funny thing is, you guys ever heard of this prayer called foot, Footprints? No. Footprints? No. It's it's very it's like a very famous Caribbean maxim, which is about someone walking on the beach and seeing footprints alongside them. And having a very pensive conversation with God. Oh, yeah. And God being like, I am the footprints the whole time, not walking alongside you, but carrying you through life. Uh, so, so it's very endearing and nice to imagine that, you know, there's always someone watching over you in the quantum of your solace. I wish I could say that Karakou is a beach where only the blessed leave their footprints. Uh, but not always the case. But then that being said, man, woman, child, God, demon alike, are all free to walk the earth. That's what happened when God cast down the morning star in the first place. That being said, let's imagine it is morning. <coughs> Karakou is actually a small rural island off the coast of Grenada. There's a lush vegetation and uh, always gives me kind of rustic feeling and tradition when I come here. Problem is that, you know, it's not the most developed part of the world uh, so far as infrastructure and when night falls, become very very dark so what people tend to do is make sure they light up with lanterns and candles because if the moon's not out oh, you can't see anything and there's a very small part so there's a place called Mount Royal there's a mountain it's like north of Karakou Karakou is such a small place you can walk around in a day but everyone knows Mount Royal and I remember one dark night my grandmother was telling me about a friend of hers that used to live up there who was with her family it's around about what's called All Saints Day which is a day that happens after Halloween and is a festival where we honour those who have passed on to the other side. Anywho, three days after All Saints Day, do you need to know the names of the people involved in this story? I kind of want to... If you want to, you know, keep them private, that's okay. Guys it's up to you. Google it and stuff, but let's just say... Um, we'll say the Browns for the sake of this story. It's like... Uh, I've been able to check with all the sources how comfortable they are with me telling this story. But the Browns are having dinner on the porch of their home one night. And it's a particularly dark night. Um, now, Browns consist of a wonderful family of 
Jeffrey Brown is the Hello. patriarch of this family. His wife Shirley. Hello. And their daughters, Cindy and Donna. Uh, now, they're all having dinner and they notice a dark figure walking on the horizon. And very dark night, so they're very surprised that they were even able to pick this guy out. But being that it's a small island and we all try to help everybody out, our friend Jeffrey calls out to this figure um, just to find out where they are, where they're going, and if they're relatively safe. He beckons this character over, who very politely introduces himself as John Baptiste, no relation. <laughs> Baptiste is a very common surname in Grenada. Jeffrey asks him, what brings you around here, traveller? He's like, you know, I'm just a recent visitor. I've been... I'm actually from a place called Six Roads, which is actually South Karakou. I haven't been there back for a while, but I've returned to the island and, uh, yeah, I was just taking a leisurely stroll. Just, and very fortunate to chance upon your lovely family on this dark night, as well as your two daughters. So the lovely Jean-Baptiste sits down with the family and tells the people where he's from. He's grown up in South Karakou, has been away uh, serving in the armed forces and has now returned. and um, is now looking to create a whole new life back on this wonderful sun, sunbathed island. Now, I don't know, guys, Baptiste, like I said, it's a very common name, and like I said, he's no direct relation, but, but known for being a very charismatic guy. In fact, the reason why my name is Dane is because, simply because my aunt met a guy on the holiday, and he seemed very nice and charming, and his name was Dane. There is really no other. <laughs> oh, I, I would have been called Tablo if my aunt were in Spain by the sounds of it. Anyway, I digress. So, turns out, like, they really guys got on like a house on fire. Cindy is um, Jeffrey's youngest daughter, uh, single and unmarried, and um, yeah, finds herself being very much drawn to John. And they are talking the whole night, almost to the point whereby they don't even notice that the sun's about to rise. So, John's like, oh my goodness, I've been here so long. I need to make my excuses and leave. And like, surely you can maybe visit another time. He's like, I would love to, but now I have to leave immediately. And he makes his way to the beach. What tends to happen afterwards is that, like, yeah, I think he makes a really good lasting impression on the family. And then John proceeds to continue to visit these guys uh, a few times, like week after week, and gets closer and closer to Cindy. So then the conversation between Jeffrey and John comes up where they're like, you go, you seem like a real wonderful guy and taking a real shining to my daughter. What about your family? What are they like? Where are they from? To which John replies, oh, my family, unfortunately, they are dead. It's just really just me that's left now. And I'm just trying to find new friends and, and a new life here. And Jeffrey reminds him that you are always safe with our family. Maybe you could stay over one time. John immediately refuses and says, it's the, and then as the sun begins to rise, he decides to leave again. I know, starting to start a bit vampiric. <laughs> Vampires aren't native to this, but you know, they're like, that can't be true. So the next time John visits, they're like, we're gonna catch him out. And Cindy's older sister decides that she's gonna put some garlic in his food, which John eats. Mm. And he's absolutely fine, which kind of dispels the whole vampire thing. So now this time, John asks Cindy how she would feel about being engaged to him and he proposes to which Cindy agrees and the whole family is elated and again Jeffrey's like John you're going to become my son-in-law we have to meet some of your extended family he's like I don't have a family and becomes particularly defensive about the whole thing and once again the sun rises he's like I've got to start work I work at the beach he's like okay fair enough this time Donna decides that she is going to follow 
Jean Her. And she follows him through all these winding roads down the mountains of Mount Royal all the way towards the beach. She's making sure that she keeps her distance. Then she sees John walking towards a cove on the beach where he meets a dark figure. Him and the dark figure appear to have a conversation. And then they walk off. Cindy goes back and explains this to her family. And like, I wonder who he, this guy is. That night, Cindy has a dream where she is visited by John in a burning house. And in the dream, she says that John points at her. <laughs> and that it seems very strange that he had fire in his eyes. They're like, that's a bit strange. The next day, Cindy dies of a stroke. So, they are destroyed during the night night where they are doing remembrance of Donna. Then John goes to visit the family as he must do this obligation as Cindy's boyfriend to pay his condolences. And the dream is explained to him and he is dumbfounded as to what could happen, but continues to offer his condolences and instead suggests that obviously that maybe the marriage between himself and Cindy needs to be moved up a bit because you know they may not have a lot of time because nothing is promised. Cindy agrees because she is beside Aww. with John. Jeffrey is a little bit more cynical. Hmm. So he also decides that he is going to follow John when he goes home. And the same thing, as the sun is about to rise, John makes his excuses, pays his respects to the family and proceeds to make his way home. This time, Jeffrey decides to follow him home and again manages to follow Jean to a cove where he sees Jean meet a mysterious figure they walk off and disappear and then the same night then Jeffrey is visited by Jean in a dream in a burning house Jean points at him he explains the dream to his family as well to his wife Shirley and then dies the next day so now there are two tragedies for the family because it all happens so quickly, then they have to get another priest to officiate over this double burial. And this family naturally, understanding her beside yourself, you lost your sister and your daughter apparently. And you know, like I said, it's a small town, news spreads, and you know, there's a big outpouring of grief from everybody on the island as we're burying this wonderful man. And you know, as the priest is reading the last rites, and they're lowering the two family members into the ground, Poor Cindy is like, you know, I can't handle this. If only my fiancé was here. To which the priest replies, is they're not here? It's a shame they can't be here to support you. What's your fiancé's name? Cindy says, it's John Baptiste, of course. And the priest says, don't be ridiculous, Cindy. Because what do you mean, don't be ridiculous? So that can't be your fiancé. So Cindy's like, what do you mean? Is he married? Shirley's like, how can that be? He's such a nice guy. The priest replies, cannot be John Baptiste because John Baptiste died 25 years ago. He burned his family in a house during a fire. And so that can't possibly be him. But he has been coming to our house very many times. So much so, we know it's him and he's a real person because my, my sister and my father followed him home where they met with a man. To which the priest explains what's clearly happened there is that this man has been condemned to hell and very clearly has made a deal with the devil that if he delivers another soul to him, then he will be able to spend more time on earth. So... You know, how do you know John? She said, well, I was supposed to marry him. Well, then I guess you were supposed to be damned. Your sister and your father were obviously killed because they got too close and found out. They are like, what are we supposed to do? 
Well, the best way to deal with jumbies, which is another term for zombies or for the reanimated, is that you have to show them that they are no longer welcome on Earth and hold a Bible open to their face. And so, the next time that John comes to visit, they are discussing the finer points of the wedding. Enjoy the saying he wants a very small wedding with not many attendees and he'd like for it to happen on the beach which he thinks is most romantic. To which Shelley replies, that's cool, but I would still like it to be traditional, including a Bible which he holds open to his face. John Baptiste spontaneously combusts and burns right before their very eyes. <laughs> like, clearly the end. But, but also, the end. The end. <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> clearly the end. Hello. Hi, Bridget. Okay, I see how it is. Here to judge is the new weekly podcast from Little Wonder, where we dismantle predicaments posted online. Featuring fruity dilemmas from Am I the Arsenal on Reddit to Am I Being Unreasonable quandaries on Mumsnet. Join me, Priya Hall. Me, Robin Morgan. And me, Leila Navarbi. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Apple, or wherever Spotify. you get your podcasts. Wherever. Go on, give me an I'm just being like your hype man. This new episode every Friday. <laughs> There must be something we can use. <laughs> so to clarify, to are we? Is that the cove that we're near here? Is like, are we yeah. looking at the cove? So we're just near yeah. where the devil's been knocking about. Just find out what the footprints are. Well, you know, the thing is, Kath, that uh, a lot of people when they read religious texts forget that uh, the Morning Star, who was our Lord's favourite angel was cast down. Of course, um, he was so cast down. Yeah. Cast down does not mean sent to hell. It means he was cast down to earth. And so, in some ways, it's always been the devil's earth, really. There's worse places to be cast down than <laughs> Karaka. It's lovely. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Nice place to live. It's weird. You know, sometimes some of the most beautiful places is where some of the worst atrocities take place. Yeah, and Karaka is a wonderful place, but um, unfortunately, prime spot for the devil to hang out. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. I wish I could find um, lost and naive souls and uh, people that have, again, maybe have unfinished business on Earth. And unfortunately, you know, because we all find it so hard to let go of our loved ones and our family, that's what happened to John Baptiste, is that, you know, yeah. he lost his family in a very tragic way and tried to yeah. find a whole new family. And unfortunately, he was prepared to sacrifice his soul to that end and then the lives of other people that got too close. So in some ways, it's a very tragic story. If it is to be believed. <laughs> he didn't burn his family down. He didn't burn his family to death then. No. no. Okay, I thought that was the vibe that I, I got. I don't think he the... burnt to death. But then who knows? But who knows? I think maybe in a fit of madness, it was all very mysterious things surrounding the fact, and then the fact that he kind of showed up again. Yeah, yeah. It was all very mysterious, so many unanswered One questions. One of the first things I wrote down was Fabio Baptiste, which could have been your name. I've also written written down that. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a magician. It does, right? <laughs> Really strong name, yeah. Yeah, you dodged a bullet there, Dane. <laughs> I've got a guilty, a golden gilted bullet, which I imagine would be like have decorative like uh, gemstones on it. <laughs> Fab- Fabio. 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 And it doesn't sound like a, 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 it doesn't sound like a magician at the height of his game. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. It's kind of like, it's after Pete Davidson, it's uh, Fabio Baptiste. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to go on before Pete, please. <laughs> For the last time. Dane, you know what he's like? You know what he's like? If he goes on after you, he's drunk, he's belligerent. I'm like, I fucking hate Pontins. <laughs> and it's Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Why did I have to go to that ghost orgy that time? My career. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a question about John Baptiste. Mm-hmm. Um, no relation. No relation <laughs> to anyone. His, his family's dead. Um, yeah. Why couldn't he stomp about in the daytime? I've got that written down too. Um, because he has to return to hell where he's supposed to be burning for his negligence. So that's basically it. It's just, yeah. just like a little contract where you get to walk the earth at night time, hoping to, uh, okay. you know, be able to find, I guess I find, I find a soul to replace it. I think it's also because it's believed, particularly in the Caribbean, uh, uh, within what's called the Tao culture, that your soul is contained in your shadow. Oh, and at high wow. noon, your shadow disappears. So oh. you're left, you're, your uh, spirit is at its most vulnerable. Oh, so, I see. That's fucking cool as shit. And if you don't have a soul, then you probably can't be walking around in a day. Yeah. So it'd be, definitely stand out. Because you are the shadow. Because you are the shadow, yeah. I guess if, you're, if you are a soul, then you are the shadow and you can't walk around in the day. That's much. That's a much better answer than devil small print. Terms and conditions apply. That's really good. I think devil devil small print is is it's, it's all very similar that you find them like a payday loan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a huge four hundred and four thousand APR and my soul. Yeah, it's the same as same as anyone. The Any devil's still fiscally driven. Yeah, yeah. Money's money. Has your soul been taken? And it's not your fault. <laughs> Great. So yeah, he was walking around. He could only do it at the night because your shadow is contained in your soul, and he is. Nothing but soul. So he is just the soul. So he can't walk around another day. That's yeah, great fucking answer. I got a bit confused. I think I thought at one point Cindy had died. So I'm confused one of the, the names. I think I, I thought Donna died. Yes. Not Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. Was, and there was, was like, a point was, where I thought Cindy had died from a stroke, but Donna died, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, I'd written down. Why did he carry on visiting the family when his girlfriend had died? But it's if. I- Oh, however, if, if someone's girlfriend dies and then a boyfriend stops visiting, that's probably more suspicious anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like when my sister went to uni and her, her boyfriend just kept stay, staying at our house. It was really weird. Yeah, <laughs> Putting David Gray on, on repeat. <laughs> Hadn't they broken up? Anyway. Yeah. They'd broken up and he kept coming to your house and playing David Gray. You'd come over and you'd, and you'd be like, and you'd say, this is love. And you'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. On repeat, getting from school and be like, oh, such okay. a sad song as well. <laughs> so I think that David Gray sings the whole thing in the rain with a grey trench coat, being called David Gray. <laughs> I mean, really, David like, Gray as well. <laughs> it's the greatest name. It's like easy listening for Fathers for Justice. It's so sad. <laughs> Is this really nah. lay by music? <laughs> now that's what I call Fathers for Justice. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to those guys? I don't really know. I think maybe they just got what they wanted. I think yeah, everyone got justice. I think everyone went. Oh, that's that's fair. Oh, can we keep the costumes? <laughs> yeah, sure. And they were like, "Yeah, you can." Do you think that's what happened? That they they ended up getting getting custody of their kids and visitation, and then their kids were like, "Dad, you did it!" And now the cosplay generation of today. With the children of the fathers of the justice yesterday. Wow. Oh, another <laughs> delicious bow. Lovely. Yes, it is. Wow. All, co- all connected. All, all connected. connected. You're right. That's amazing. All, all dovetail quite nicely. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think that now. Um, guess the movie makes a dark figure. Cindy dies of a stroke. Yes, yeah, Donna so they, died. Donna died of a stroke. Donna, Donna yeah, sorry, Donna. There we yeah. are. Donna, Donna died, and the father Jeffrey died of both of strokes after having a, a dream of seeing John Baptiste in a burning house. Yeah, that dream. I mean, that could have been a coincidence. Here, it's yeah. a weird one, but it could have been. I guess here, here's a question as well: is what, why? And if you have the answer, great. If you don't, fine. Why would you give them that dream or nightmare, very spooky, and then let them wake up, give them a day to chat through it, and then have them die of a stroke? I'm going to assume it's a warning. Do not follow John Baptiste home. When he says he's going home, wait until the next day. Yeah, so it's like... Like, was like, it, it Bluebeard... Is it Blackbeard's wife? Where he's like, don't go in that room. <laughs> I don't remember. I assume it's more. It, it, oh, is it in, more husbands? So in the legend, he, I think I think he's a pirate and stuff, and he's like says to his wife, "You can look in any room in this palatial home. Just don't look in that room," which has lots of very misogynistic undertones because, irrespective of your gender, if someone goes, "Hey, hey, whatever you do, don't turn around." Oh my God, whatever you're doing, yeah, don't turn around right now. We all know that's that's the worst thing. Someone goes, someone goes, yo. Don't look over there. Don't look over there. <laughs> <laughs> that never works when someone goes, oh shit! My dick is tingling. Whatever you do, do not turn around. <laughs> like, it's the most annoying thing somebody can do. And so, in the same way, like, you can check any room in this palatial home, just don't check that room. Yeah, it's whole, I heard the story of Blackbeard's wife, and then she can't get it out of her mind. And when she finally checks the room, the room is filled with the embalmed uh, bodies of his previous wives. Oh, oh I thought it was going to be a children Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> his wife's pillows. Exactly, and then he's like, that's, and then the, the moral of the story is, don't curiosity kill the cat. No, a very obvious violent husband killed the yeah. cat. And it's not a cat, it's his spouse. <laughs> killed loads of cats. Yeah. Killed loads, <laughs> killed loads of, cats. of cats. So just You can go in any room down. apart from that one, because that's where I have all my weird anime shit. <laughs> right, and that's never, and that, the thing is, People are always going to check, like this. Everyone's going to be naturally curious. What you do instead is you go, um, "I love when you come in here with me and the lads. Come in, love. I've left a few beers for you to clear up. I know you love it. Then nobody will go in there. Then, yeah. <laughs> what to do though? I <laughs> feel like, oh great, I love it. Like, oh, yeah. I guess that's yeah. the problem. Is you, you should just want to spend this. time with your spouse. <laughs> the... Yeah, if I marry someone, you want to spend time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, these yeah, are all otherwise. Yeah. Um, I've probably been them now we're married. You've been in an embalmed corpse? Yeah. I mean, you can. It depends on how the rhythm was sitting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if it big fits bin in the, as black, well. the big black bin or if you've got to chop it up and put it into the recycling. Or would it go in the in the sort of biodegradable waste? Compost uh, my bin. one's like. Compost yeah, bin. Like that big. Yeah. yeah, mine's tiny. Cute, like. Why, why are they so small? It's, it's really weird. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because you think, because surely that that food and like biodegradable waste is probably the most waste that we have, I guess. Yeah, like if I'm clearing the the, the little patch of soil at the front with a load of plants, I can't fit it all in that bin. Exactly. Is that what you do? Because I just use it for like yeah. all my trimmings. 
Anyway. <laughs> I just use it for my cooking stuff. So. Well, I use it for both. Yeah, no, it makes both sense. It makes sense. Um, Either to attract ghost mosquitoes. Ghostskeetos. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostskeetos, fucking yes. Ghostskeetos. Another bow, third bow. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, I was going to say, like, can we go into the cave? Like, is there a literally a place where is the devil just in there, or is is it? I'm I'm honest with you. I'm happy to show you this cove. This is as far as I go. Okay. Fucking nice. Well, I don't want to go on my own. Here's that national (laughs) trust tour coming through again. I'd I'd argue that you don't want to go at all. But then, how do we know for sure if there's like a a, a, a sort of door to hell in there and the devil's just sort of knocking back waiting for people how's this we don't know unless we go and see how's this we go and chat through whether we believe the story in the in the cave kill two birds with one stone okay Okay. I mean I I can try Google Maps but it normally ends up being a nil once you get close enough I'm not sure if it's that maybe light won't penetrate that far but do you just put the devil into Google Maps there you go (laughs) Just put the devil into Google Maps, and uh, I normally, I normally, you know, I'm of the Jeff Goldblum school in Jurassic Park, where it's like sometimes the question is not whether or not you can; it's whether or not you should. Mm. Mm. But we can. Uh, Kasri, should we, should we go debrief in the cave? Yeah. Okay. Take this walkie-talkie in case you need anything. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, bear with us, Dane. We'll, we won't be too long, I don't think. No problem. Yeah. Um, let's just walk over into this ca- cove. Keep on saying yeah. cave. Cove. Yeah, sorry, it's a cove. Oh, it's got a nice setup in it. Sofa. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, well, someone's been here. I'm just going to walkie talkie Dane. Uh, <clears throat> I'll also make the noise. Um, hi, Dane. Uh, we're fine. That's received. Roger that. He's so polite. Roger He's that. He's really polite. polite Back to the orgies, yeah. though, with Roger that. Not a fan. Not, not yeah. a big fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a tour guide. I can't control what happens on these tours. Right? Ecotourism is a staple part of the Caribbean economy, Ed. <laughs> Taste change. i got to move the tents. <laughs> Is that, is that Dane yelling from the beach? Yeah, it was Dane yelling from the beach, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Over to your left, you'll see some ghosts fucking! So we're, we're in the cave now. I, I, I believe the story. Cove, 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 cove. <laughs> it's weird um, that only my voice echoes with your voice. Voice? Cove. <laughs> I believe this story. You know what? I'm inclined to as well. It's weird, isn't it? Even though there's, we don't have like tangible proof, there's something about the, this story being passed down through through generations that's made me go, oh god, well, perhaps it is true. I think that's part of it is we can't really um, analyse Dane's story because he's been told it, and the story's come down for so long ago. Yeah, it feels like it's it's not our place to um, tear it apart. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. It's like, oh, this is yeah, come from a. From way back when, yeah, and it's not for us now, in twenty twenty one to be like actually, I think this is nonsense. Bullshit. Yeah, it's really quite rude to do that. 
Oh, guys. Oh. You want to hear how scary it is? Yes. Uh, yeah. In On the 18th of January, 1981, years after my parents, both Joan and John Baptiste, had immigrated to the UK uh, and moved to Lewisham, there is a place in Lewisham called New Cross. And on the 18th of January, 1981, there was a fire that killed 13 young black people between the ages of 14 and 22. Nine months later, Dane John Baptiste was born in Greenwich Hospital. God, his voice carries, doesn't it? Looking for revenge! (laughs) 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 Didn't see that ending. Didn't see that ending coming then. That's it. So from the flames, a new boat, John Baptiste, has arisen. And then you notice I always leave gigs before the sun rises. Oh, I've actually noticed no. that. Oh, no. <laughs> I've actually noticed that. Over. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, oh, why do you wait until we were in the cove to tell us that? Is he going to open the, the hell portal? That's, uh, that's all to me, because also I don't, I don't really particularly want to uh, die in the next couple of days, so I 100% believe it. No. Yeah, I believe him too. Also, look at the guy over there in the cove. Oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah. Rude. Guys, are you guys okay in there? Over. Yeah, there's a, a lad with some horns uh, staring at us over. <laughs> Is he tall? Over. I, yeah, yeah, he's pretty tall. Pretty tall. Medium height. <laughs> Quite strong. You can, oh, wait, did lift. you say medium height? Did you take medium height? I said, get yeah. out of there. Get out of there now, guys. Get out of there now! Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I get a spit when I run. Uh, we believe okay, it. Okay, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. It's part of... It's part we're of we're, we're twinned with Spooktown and it's part of the law. Welcome to Spooktown, Dane. Or the twinned island of Karaku to Spooktown. Yeah. Also, can you come and do some tours in Spooktown? I fucking love that. I'll do anything to get out of this cove. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for telling us that story. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Big fan. Thank you for listening and thank you for understanding because every day I am afraid that a member of my family will arise from the ashes yes. to take revenge. Yes. And then I will be returned to the embrace of the devil. It's quite a loaded uh, thing to feel every day, so yeah. thanks for sharing. Yeah, you must have IBS, man. That's terrible. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, no it's wonder you, bad. like, shit, shit when you're nervous. That would do yeah. that to anyone. It's pretty bad. Also, I, I just I just feel like, I don't know, there's a, a spider in there somehow. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm, but I, I'll, I'll keep shitting, Kath. <laughs> okay. Perfect. You keep as doing that. Can, and as long as whatever allows me to sleep at night without a gangbang of ghosts ejaculating onto my face. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. We're going to have one walk around to Karaku and then we're going we're gonna to drive back. So thank you so much for having us and we will, we'll see you soon. Thank you and drive safe, guys. Thank you so drive much. Safe. Thanks. Bye. Thank <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's nice, eh? Real nice. That's a nice one. Mmm. Very, very nice. Gonna write nice on my thumb and then stick my thumb up. Nice. Thumb. Thumb nice.
Thumbs up nice. Good. That was thumb nice. Yeah, thumb nice. What are you up to now? Oh, um, Neil Buchanan's DM'd me on Instagram oh, to I... let me know that. You know the head from Artifact? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just found that. The clay lad. The clay lad. They found. They just found it. That's not like a puppet. He's like, he's like, that's a clay head. And whenever the camera started rolling, it'd just be like, whoa, bloody hell, I can't believe they are here. Oh, my God, what a scene stealer as well, bloody hell. Neil would be like, you can't, like, this is terrifying. If you listen closely to the art attacks, Neil Buchanan's just screaming, but quite far away. Oh, God, is that why this, the, the, they, they do the, the big art attacks from so far away? That's where the camera has to pull out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's just screaming. Yeah, and it's, it's called art attack because he's saying... The, the clay head, he's going, this is art. Attack. Yeah. It shouldn't be talking. We must attack it. Shit. I mean, this, he says, this is all under the caveat of Neil Buchanan has told me this. Yeah, okay. He seems like a trustworthy fella. I've always thought that. So I'm going to whack on a red jumper and go and meet him. You know what? I'd actually really like to come along. Can I come? Yeah, great. If you're happy with the maplins. Yeah. It's closed down, but it's still a space. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rotary Vine. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes. Voice by Melanie Walters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.